Welcome back to Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex, powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'll be playing Olivia Crow, once a test subject for the R&D sector of Mass Corp, now a low-level runner for the Gastown Sparks. I'm Schubert, I'll be playing Bunk the Beat Hacker. I'm Dan, I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter tracking down corruption no matter the cost. Hey, I'm Alex. I'll be playing the fixer, black market dealer, and conspiracy theorist, Garrett. Blackout is made possible in part by listeners like you. To support the show, visit patreon.com slash thehouseofbob. Roll on. young woman lies unconscious on an operating table in an oppressively bright and sterile room. Her eyes slowly flutter open, but her vision is blurred and the light's overbearing. Why is she here? She can't remember. Why is it so loud in here? A pervasive, high-pitched tone rings throughout the room, modulating slightly, vibrating the bones in her skull, resonating with her thoughts and pounding against her mind. The headache is almost unbearable, but she focuses on her surroundings. The room is mostly bare, but for a few necessities, and in one corner a small potted maple tree, about two meters tall with deep red leaves. There is a stir from within the leaves as two crows emerge. They hop from branch to branch until they reach the top where they turn their beady black eyes at the woman. They tilt their head, their mouths open as if calling, but all she can hear is the ambient wail in the room. Suddenly, a door she never noticed slides open on the side of the room. Two figures enter, draped in featureless white smocks, and she begins to remember. The figures visit her often. They ask her questions she rarely knows the answers to. They ask her to do things she usually can't do. They have her talk to the birds, to concentrate on them, and imagine them perching on her outstretched arm, but nothing happens. They get mad when nothing happens. But this time, they don't seem mad. They seem sad. One carries a small pad that they type on, and the woman sees some of the words displayed on the screen. There are three names, Olivia, Jack, and Belle. The figure seems to give a long look at the woman before drawing a red line through Olivia's name. The figures leave, and she never sees them again. Time passes. She doesn't know how long. Food and water are slipped under the door from time to time. She feeds the birds and tends to their tree. She's not sure if the ringing sound has faded or if she's just gotten used to it. She can hear the crow's caw now, and she gently coos and speaks to them from time to time. They hop about their tree happily when she does. She enjoys the peace for a while, until one day, she hears a sound like a muted explosion. Her little room shakes, and the crows take to the air in panic. The door opens again, but this time it's somebody new. Fire rages in the hallway behind them, and they give the woman a confused look as if surprised to find her here. They begin to approach her. She screams. In a blur, the crows descend on the new threat, biting and clawing at their flesh until they fall to the ground with a ragged shout. Olivia runs, and the crows follow So on the last week, you guys received some threats from Epistle. You agreed to help Trip retrieve his daughter from the Gastown Sparks. You started researching the Body Bag Nightclub, one of their hideouts. Olivia has arranged for a meeting later with a member of Fluke's entourage. Tiss is at the Body Bag gathering info. You still have a little bit of time before Bunk's gig, but Garrett, Bunk, and Olivia have taken a detour to respond to a mysterious message sent by Garrett's old friend, Joseph. You guys type in the coordinates and the message and do a little searching and you find it's not too far from here, maybe about half hour drive. From what you can tell, it's a, a parking garage underneath. 
a large high rise. On the way there, Garrett, you know, reassures everyone that yeah. Joseph is a nice young man, mm-hmm. and you know, he probably goes to church every Thursday. And <laughs> cool, yeah, I to bit love church to know that. <laughs> Bunk is just making sure his EMP gun is charged. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds good, man. Let's go. I think I'm going to do a a pass by first, not just drive straight to the location. That's smart. So you head down to the location in question. It's a parking garage on the bottom few floors of a tall high rise. Can I use my intel to find out what kind of vehicle Joseph drives? Sure, that sounds good. Okay, I would like to know what kind of vehicle Joseph yep. drives. He drives a motorcycle. Cool. Um, <laughs> a Yamaha. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> the Night Dragon 7600. Cool. <laughs> Sick. Good enough. Nice. Sounds like a motorcycle. You can see kind of into the first few levels. You see a scattering of cars on the inside. Um, that's kind of most of what you can tell from the outside. I guess you could probably do an assess roll to see if you can find out any more. I got a nine, so if someone can assist. Yeah, I'll assist you. Ooh. Plus one. Yeah. So we got it. That's a Great. ten. So combined, you guys managed to figure it out. You get to ask me three questions from the assess list. You don't have to use them all right now. You can actually save them for later, too, in the same scene. What do I notice despite efforts to conceal it? Do we see his motorbike? Is he trying to conceal that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Just because Garrett trusts this nice young man doesn't mean he is a nice young man. Yeah, that's why we're doing this pass by. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Just because he's your friend doesn't mean he's my friend. Oh, okay. So the big obvious thing, you notice it on the way there. It's maybe a couple blocks from the parking garage, but you do definitely see an epistle van parked on the street. Mm-hmm. It just says a pistol on there. <laughs> it's not quite so blatant, no. but you, you run the plate, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, I told you this this guy's whack. But we we should not he be. He probably going just here. took the work car. Yeah, do we end up seeing his motorbike, I guess? What other questions are you asking me on uh, the list? You you don't see it yet anyway. Who or what is in control here? Hmm, good question. <laughs> that's yeah, why I that's did ask tough, it. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> As you get closer to the area you start to notice that some of your... It's very subtle, but you notice that some of your ingoing, outgoing communications are getting interrupted. You do a little bit of looking around and you see that there's definitely some heavy electronic countermeasures happening in the area. You recognize the programs as epistle programs. Doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean it's epistle, but it's certainly programs they wrote. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to basically like shut down everything, like any outgoing signals... I'm turning on airplane mode. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And then I guess I'll use the third one now, which is where can I gain the most advantage? You see that if you wanted to not get in through the obvious front door, that there is a garbage chute on the side and there's kind of a scaffolding there. They're doing some repair work on one side of the wall there. And you could pretty easily make your way up there and come in from the top of the parking garage instead of the entrance. Okay. I think I'm definitely going to do that because scaffolding has never done me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't park the vehicle like right there. Yeah. It's a little like maybe a block away and then we walk to the scaffold. You guys make your way up the scaffolding through the little construction yard there. 
you make your way into the parkade and some of the parkade has been dug up where they're doing this construction. You can actually see down to one of the lower levels. You see a Yamaha Night Dragon 7600 and you see a second vehicle just beside it, just a kind of nondescript black sedan. You see a figure kind of just shadowed inside the car. And then you also see a second very large figure in the backseat of the car. Okay, we're still far away, right? Yes, you're on the floor above. This is uh, terrible. Yeah, this definitely seems like a setup. <laughs> yeah, like this seems the most setty up of setups <laughs> possible. Garrett, I think your boy Joseph. I I think I think he's, he's compromised. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Do you like him enough to try to figure out why? <laughs> no, Garrett is fucking pissed. Okay. He's ready to go in there and oh uh, my God. <laughs> and tell Joseph how disappointed he is that he should we just let him go on out. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop him. I'm not <laughs> him down the river like this. All right. But I mean, like we they don't know he had other people come with him. Right That's now. right. So Garrett could just like wander in on his own first. Yeah. And put on the he like could. <laughs> He's going to. Yeah, he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to wander in on his own and uh, put on the senile old man act. He's such a young up and comer, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard to hide. Uh, well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Right. Try to sell him drugs. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I mean, and if his boss is there, I might get him fired. <laughs> I mean, I think he's already fired. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So just to be clear, Bunk and Olivia are still pretty far away on the yeah. sidelines and we are just well watching hidden. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bunk and Olivia are on the level above. You mm -hmm. can watch down through the damaged floor. Perfect. Garrett makes his way down one level of stairs and starts walking towards the... Stomping, I think. Yeah, starts stomping and complaining towards the uh, definitely not an ambush. Um, <laughs> and we'll come back to that in a moment. Tiss, yep. how's it going in the body bag? Good. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've been just kind of asking some questions. You badgered a bartender into more or less admitting that the Sparks hang out here and pointing out a few of their members. What do you want to do next? Okay, so I'm going to pull out some pamphlets for Bunk's show that's coming up. Okay. And I'm going to go cruise around the, the joint or whatever and be like, Hey, check out Bunk. He's going to be sweet. <laughs> in that's that it. voice <laughs> yeah. Yeah. sure I, but I'm, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my rotations around and then make my way over to the table where those guys oh sure yeah the, the three gang members that yeah, the, the bartender confirmed for you sure yeah and I gotta try to just do some small talk with them okay hey guys you coming out to the show on Saturday that one of them's like oh, I actually work that day what yeah, I know. It sucks. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> you have to get it off. Have you seen Bunk before? No, I've never even heard of him. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I pull out a, a little sample, like USB stick. Like, you have to check him out. Oh, my God. This is so good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and a new Bunk head was born. Yeah, we, sh we share, like, earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> do you have airpods you just give her one or do you yeah. have to have the cable in between no, no the two? cable connection yeah. <laughs> okay good <laughs> yeah he likes old school shit yeah it's, it's way more adorbs that way this is dope i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure this is the way i'm having this go 
<laughs> I don't know what you thought was going to happen. <laughs> but you should be there. I know him, and he will put on an amazing show. Maybe Elizabeth can switch with me. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Invite all your friends. Invite all of them. It's going to be a night out. <laughs> Except for Elizabeth. Yeah, who has to stay? <laughs> work. Whatever, she's a bitch. I know. Yeah. Fuck Elizabeth. A right? bitch. <laughs> So like, what, are you, what are you trying to get out of this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Other than comedy gold. <laughs> this is Dan's new contact. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea. This sounds like a lady. It could just be a sassy gentleman. I'm not sure what you're going for. This one was a lady. Okay. All right. Maybe I can try to schmooze her and be like, would you want to go with me on Saturday? Is Tiss good looking? Tiss is amazing. <laughs> Okay, I'm just, just asking. Is he good yeah. looking to this person? Is the question. <laughs> like a cyber goth or whatever. Oh my god, I love your bell bottoms. Are they black at least? <laughs> no, they're brown corduroy. Oh. <laughs> That's not going to impress the cyber goth. <laughs> you should totally get those, but in black. But in black. <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't you roll a style? Or say, uh, <laughs> a great style <laughs> with your bell button. You get a minus oh. on going. I, I already, I, to be fair, I already have a minus one style. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So I should say the move is fast talk, actually, but yeah, it is a style roll. Okay. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, oh, Ew. <laughs> Ew. You're like 30. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> she looks younger than that. <laughs> how how right. much younger than that? Well, maybe I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count on it. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> Bunk thinks you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my is god, it, get out of here. Yeah. Call security. Like, isn't one of your things like you're compassionate? I've not even seen you, you do are that the one worst time. man ever. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy, TM, for did sure. That, yeah. Did that put up one of our action blocks? I mean, he's doing something actually. <laughs> well, oh, man. Even if it went badly. After your failed attempt and you move on, you see these three chatting to each other and you know that they're members of a certain gang. <laughs> <laughs> and I insult them. <laughs> and, and that information might get back to other people. So, yes, I increased the legwork clock by one. They're like, keep an eye out for the guy wearing <laughs> bell bottoms. He's a real creep. I'm going to dress cyber goth for the night, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I'll just need help. <laughs> Get your All fanciest right. black bell bottoms. Rip out some like copper wiring from your building. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Open your I hear, box. Yeah, yeah, I hear they like tubing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, I think that's the best we're going to get from Tissa side. Okay. Yeah. Garrett, you are hobbling towards the two vehicles. What's your approach? Garrett does have not the best feeling about this. Mm -hmm. um, he recognizes that it's a little like darker and spookier than it should be for this time of day. And <laughs> that... they have control over the like lights. Well, so. Someone said it to spooky. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They've got the lights set to spooky and he knows what 
Joseph's motorbike looks like, and these extra vehicles are not Joseph's motorbike. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already told you about that epistle van we saw too, so yeah. you do know and about that. And also that. Yeah. So it's a threefer. Yeah, it's obviously a setup. <laughs> <laughs> and so he we told you that before you walked off. He's, into he's starting it. to get the idea that this might be a setup. <laughs> <laughs> So he he turns on the recorder on his cybercoms. Yep. And then he just uh, continues his like old man shuffle down the way there. Are are you trying to... He's going to engage with them and just just like... He's going to like play a little dumb. He only like just figured out that something might be up. And so that's probably his only option is to like play dumb. It's the only card he's got. All right. Well, he's also got a gear and a contact, but we'll, we'll come back to those. He's got a couple of cards, yeah. actually. Okay, sure. You walk up to the car. The windows are tinted, so you can only see kind of the outline. He the knocks on the window. The person. You knock on the window. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm expecting my friend Joseph. <laughs> the back door opens, and in what seems like an impossible feat, a colossal brick wall of a person who you're surprised even managed to fit steps out just a tower of rippling muscle and you recognize this as blunderbuss bailey uh, oh, oh i've met him mm-hmm. so he says oh bailey do you mind stepping aside i'm not sure if my friend joseph is going to see me i'm supposed to be meeting him here it's a good it's nice to see you again they raise up their arm and you can see like the the veins oh, <laughs> in the arm you can see them pulsating and popping. She's probably on stem. Probably. And something moving up and down the veins and this rippling muscly arm starts reaching towards you. Oh, I'm going to like step back. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to say, geez, Bailey, if you wanted to hit a stem, you should have just asked for one. (laughs) And I like pull a little hit out of my pocket and toss it at him. (laughs) Right in his face. Yeah. It should be like, you know, make him OD on stem. Have, like oh, the bottle yeah. break on him. I was going to say, like, you know how oh. when someone's mugging you, you're supposed to throw it on the floor so you can just run the other way? <laughs> you want this? Go get it! <laughs> yeah, I saw it more of like, here, boy, here, boy, here's some steak. <laughs> Leave oh, me <no>. alone. <laughs> just kind of toss it in his direction, expecting him to catch it. He doesn't, <laughs> and it just like bounces <laughs> off his chest. <laughs> So it sounds like you are... I feel well, like can I roll for it to bounce? Our good friend chest? is going to die. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know what to do about this because this was his decision. Yeah. But at the same time, so this I feel is, like we should help somehow. Yeah. It's going to be an act under pressure. You're racing against the clock, acting while in danger, or trying to avoid danger. Roll cool. Eight. You step backwards to avoid the outstretched arm, but this is an in-progress construction site and some of the debris from the broken roof has fallen behind you. And you step backwards and trip on this rock, fall flat on your back. You've avoided immediate danger, but they still are coming towards you, arms outstretched. Can he pull out his pistol and shoot the guy? Oh my God. He pulls out his holdout pistol. He's pretty sure his act didn't pull it off. <laughs> not he, so he, much. Not so much. He feels like he's in immediate danger. Sure. So it's a role called mix it up. Mix it up. It's not supposed to be I shoot the guy. It's supposed to be I'm trying to accomplish this objective using violence, right? So it's right. I'm trying to get away or I'm trying to disable them or I'm trying to just blow them. them up. And then you roll to see how well it goes. So yep. so you want to just basically slow him down enough for you to back off? Well, I want to down him. You want to down him. Yep. You shoot from up here. Yeah, I'm thinking we at least cause a distraction. Yeah, because he didn't know that there's other people. Mm-hmm. I want to try to aim at his like shoulder. What's his like dominant hand? Is it his right hand? They were reaching with the right hand. Yeah. Then I want to aim at his right shoulder. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with Garrett's roll, which is mix it up. Meat. Seven. Oh. 
So you do achieve your objective, but you're going to take two consequences. Okay, I'm going to make too much noise. And whatever spare stim I have in my like back pocket shatters in my pocket oh, when I that seems uh, really fall. bad. Yeah. Do you absorb that into your skin? It's hard to say. <laughs> How absorbent are my um, sweatpants? Very. <laughs> Roll for it. <laughs> Don't <roll>. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. What am I rolling? Nothing. It's style because they're my pants, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to age. Nothing. That's a 12. Oh, wow. They're so absorbent. So you don't just overdose immediately. Yeah. No. no, you don't lose any. In fact, you can wring them out later. So <laughs> to salvage. I'm thinking we could like drop something from up here. Yeah. Just make them think like, hey, there's somebody up there. That way they don't know. I guess before we head into action, I would like to kind of see... If my one question, oh, you have my paper, uh, my one question of who is in control here is more clear, I guess, other than Blunderbuss. Garrett is in control. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was never my question. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, you know that it's, it's Bailey for sure. Okay. And it looks like there's one other person in the car yeah. still. I mean, no, Blunderbuss works with his partner. Nickel. You fell flat on your back. Yep. You fire up, you manage to hit him in the arm, and he stumbles backwards. He opens his mouth as if to groan in pain, but nothing comes out. Then you notice that as you fell, a bunch of the valuable goods that you were carrying with you. Oh, no. Your various stims and that kind of thing have shattered. I think that probably represents, let's say, three cred worth of the oh, oh, income. Oh. Wow. Damn. Jeez. Don't okay. carry that much on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. I guess you were going to make a drug deal, so you had a <laughs> yeah. lot on you. And he's just an up-and-coming drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I piss a lot of The up-and-coming. <laughs> okay, well, I would like to throw a smoke grenade in there. <laughs> yeah, no, that seems like a really good idea. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping, too, because I know sort of what's going on, I can use my plus one forward yeah. on this action. Sure sick so I don't pass it unfortunately blackout <laughs> so that's what you want to do yeah okay yeah you fire your grenade down it goes wild you're just on a bad angle mm -hmm. through the hole in the concrete but fortuitously you start to see some of the lights in the building flicker they're very specific lights up in the corner and then those lights flicker back on as the next set of lights flicker off and this wave of rolling blackout sweeps across the parking lot you see Bailey once it reaches them they stumble backwards a few steps and their arm kind of goes limp for a second, falls to their side, which gives Garrett enough time to get up and book it. That's exactly what he does. Very well. You run off with a second glance back towards the vehicle. You see Bailey has recovered from whatever took them over for a moment there, and they get back into the vehicle with a slam of the door, and then... You see them reach towards the front where the other figure was. Okay. And you see the figure in the front collapse. Oh, Whoa. shit. Let's get out of here. We, we clamber on down the scaffolding and get in the van. Yep. We'll pop back over to the body bag quickly. Tis, do you have anything else more to do before <laughs> the... Uh, any, anything else more to ruin before <laughs> the actual show starts? I just want to look around the actual room. Yeah. 
There's the bar on one side, the freezers on the right side, the dance floor in the middle, the stage on the back wall. There are, of course, employee doors here and there to get into the back rooms, one behind the bar, one by the stage. Bathrooms? Yeah, there's a door to bathrooms on the left near the bar. I think I'm going to try to go through the employee door just under the guise that I'm looking for the bathroom and I didn't see them. Okay. Which door do you go for? The stage one or the bar one? Let's go stage. Okay. You walk through the stage and you see all the lighting equipment and the control panels and things are here. And you see a tech kind of sitting at it. He's playing with something on his pad and he's like, oh, hey, who are you, man? I had my phone up to my head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just going to the bathroom. And then I, <laughs> I keep talking on my phone and be like, Michael, you can't do that. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I walk through the door. Sure. Yeah. You just kind of wander past him and you get into the next door and you see there are a couple people standing in front of a stairwell that heads downstairs. And there's also a couple doors in this hallway. One pretty clearly says office. The other one, you can't tell what it is. And these two people see you there and they're like, oh, sorry, we weren't expecting anyone. And I'm like, Michael, hold on. (laughs) Bathroom? (laughs) Bathroom. They point behind you. Oh, oh, okay. Michael, you can't, you won't believe this. And then then I turn around and walk back out. Sure. What just happened? (laughs) I did a little recon. Uh, Yeah, I saw some of the the back. Yeah. So you you, you could turn that into an assess roll if you want to try to get some mechanical benefit out of that. Sure. But (laughs) if you fail, then that means something bad happens. All right. I'm going to assess. Let's try it. Woo. 10. So you can ask up to three questions from that list, or you can also hold those for later. What do I notice despite an effort to conceal it? You notice that during your little recon here, it's kind of hidden like behind a pillar and there's, you know, like some equipment stacked in front of it and stuff, but there's actually another door by the lockers, by the freezers. And it looks like it's not like it was a super big effort to hide it, but you imagine in the dark and when everybody's partying, it's pretty non-noticeable. Okay. Well, we can maybe work with that. We'll have to see if we can get in there at some point. All right. What potential complication do I need to be wary of? Maybe where can I gain the most advantage? Okay. What kind of advantage do you think you want? Do you want like another entrance or an escape route maybe? Or Yes. Escape route? Sure. In the washrooms, there's actually the janitorial exit and that leads back into the main building so the janitors can get from business to business. That would be a way out. Okay. Do I know if that's locked or can I check it? That's the complication. It's locked. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) Nothing we can't get through. Yeah, you'll figure it out, but there is like a keypad beside it. Not like I haven't gotten in a janitor's costume before. (laughs) Welcome back to Crazy Coin with me, Slate Ledger, on One Market Watch. If you're just joining us, we're talking who's hot and who's not on the one market this period. Quick box stocks are in the toilet. This weekend after rumors that found Hoodoo Wake is considering retirement. Don't get cold feet. Buy now while the getting's good. Meanwhile, rampant speculation regarding recent meetings between Cadabra Corp and the powers that be. Is there some secret construction project in the works? This is one to keep an eye on. After the break, we're taking your calls in the lightning round. Then, looking at today's Omni exchange rates, stick around. Your coin depends on it. I'm Slate Ledger for One Market Watch. 
you guys will all meet back up at this point. Tomorrow is the actual show. You guys are just doing your last minute preparations, getting some gear together, that kind of thing. Yeah. I get some eyeliner. I get yeah. some hairspray. I realize now I don't need to sneak in my birds. I just have to pretend to be fake <laughs> since this is a golf yeah, club. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just very realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're stuffed. No, they'll move. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> animatronic. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Jinx, you owe me an ultrafist. <laughs> Great. Some people have some gear. It sounds like they wanted to spend. Or... Yeah. I think like it would be nice if I could maybe get something for like, I don't know if it's like recording that I want to do. Like, uh, yeah, I guess like be wired in a way. Cause I, I, we want to, I want to talk to these people, but I want to be able to like kind of catch them or like figure out where they might be hiding somebody or something. Uh, so just to, are you wanting to record them? I think so. Yeah, I can do that. Well, you're not going to be able to talk to the people I'm going to talk to. My glasses can do video mm. and all that. So you could wear you could wear the glasses. Can you see without yeah, your glasses? Yeah, I was to ask that. I'm like, are these actually prescription <laughs> glasses? say they're prescription. Well, that's your <laughs> that's character your question, choice. Yeah. Yeah. It is actually important if they're prescription or not, because then it's going to be hard for Olivia to see while that's wearing them. That's definitely true. <laughs> I never said they're pre- prescription. they're not. Sure. All right, fine. Yeah, they're like Google Glass, I bet. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. You guys should probably think about how you're approaching this are you coming as bunks entourage are you coming separately that kind of thing oh Uh, definitely bunks entourage while you guys are thinking about that um olivia has a meeting with none of you guys look like bunkheads uh yeah but i could be like a manager i don't have to be a bunkhead i can just support you (laughs) i can be emotional i can be your older brother (laughs) he's your emotional support person (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my emotional support human. <laughs> I like rented him from an agency. I am going separately because I want to meet up with a fluke flunky. A fluky. A fluky. A fluke flunky. They arrange to meet you not in the body bag, but there's a restaurant a few floors above. Okay. You sit down at a booth with them. What do they look like? I think everybody's kind of got that cyber goth look to them, but this guy's definitely got like the big old top hat. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh. This is the yes. worst gang. <laughs> no, this is a different sect than my gang. Is he like kind of into steampunk? This yeah, guy? yeah, yeah, definitely. He's kind of like if Slash were into steampunk, I think. <laughs> okay. Good day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that this is his voice. Okay. What brings you to my humble abode? (laughs) Even though we're in a restaurant, does he own this place? Feast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, I I take a sip of my water, but it water is also red, like colored, like (laughs) coloring in it, of course. And I'm like, well, I'm really just trying to move up in the the sparks man and i heard you guys are like the best people in this town at this point like i've been working for gj and you know what that's like you are well informed <laughs> thank you i i think that's one of my my best qualities this is an interview for a job that's <laughs> turning out to be Apparently. what is it you wish from me well i'm looking for a new gig man like what do you need <laughs> Companionship <laughs> on lonely nights. No, 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 not that kind of thing. For society to crumble under my heel. Well, that sounds awesome. Where do we start? <laughs> I kind of want to be like in the entourage, mm-hmm. be an initiator, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that way, maybe I can sort of find out where Mirth is. I mean, this is my eventual goal to find out where yeah, she's sure, hidden, if sure. they even have her. Actually, 
because maybe they've just been like fucking this guy mm-hmm. over. Sure. Let's roll a fast talk. Eight. He goes, interesting. You've come to me with a unique proposal. Perhaps we can help each other. And he details that there's a show tomorrow night mm-hmm. and they're going to need some extra security for it. Oh, man. There is an extra operation going down at the same time. Totally. And I if love you- operations. <laughs> <laughs> and that perhaps this would be a good place for you to prove your value to us. Sounds great. I'm great at like using my birds to like watch over things, all that kind of stuff. The contract is sealed. We have to cut our hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. And now I must return to my anime series. <laughs> and he flourishes his like uh, cape and yeah. walks away. <laughs> and I just like look at this like half cooked like meat in front of me, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Great, good. I'm glad that happened. Anything else from the rest of you before it's game time? And just how are you approaching it? Are you coming as entourage or separate, or what's your deal? Entourage. Okay. Garrett's just like blending in to the entourage because he's <laughs> he's not very noticeable. I guess so. He's <laughs> pretty you, you noticeable to me. Yeah. yeah. He's got a special suit. He's not very noticeable. Yeah. I mean, it does turn black to be fair. Is that yeah. it? But uh, it's dark I'm, in the room. Mm-hmm. I put on some makeup to make him look like Kiss or something. <laughs> I figured it was just that like old when, classic when, like, band yeah. kiss. When like stage hands come out to like move stuff and they're mm-hmm. just like not very noticeable. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. You. all black kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You're a roadie. Okay. How about you just like carry his like deck or something? His yeah. tape deck. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. His tech deck. <laughs> My deck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like carry his tech deck. Um <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting ready for the mission and Olivia is notably absent, but it's not the first time she's wandered off. Where's Olivia? <laughs> <laughs> Every, you, the brakes fucking go off on this. We can't do this without her. <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. I haven't seen Garen in a while either. So. <laughs> <laughs> Garen can't even hear you saying this, so... How much hearing aids out? He has not used a gear card for hearing aids yet. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Yeah, you head on out. You're dressed up to the nines. You got your, your dancing bell, shoes on. You got your bell bottoms, your goth <laughs> yeah. bell bottoms. Yeah, there's like a million belts around the bell parts. Oh, nice, oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Now we're talking. Very anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> anime, techno goth. Yeah, I, I, I definitely yeah. think they do go hand yeah. in hand. Either way, you get your Jankos on. Yeah. You head back to the body bag, past upstate funeral homes, and into the basement below. The lineup is much bigger now. You give a nod to the same bouncer as before, who gives you an eye roll and motions you in. All right, we walk in behind him. Yep. You are now in the club. It is a little different from earlier on, now that the place is hopping. The dance floor is packed with a writhing mass of bodies that are twitching and twerking and there's a DJ on the stage right now warming up before your set, right? The big main show, obviously. The room is much darker, but for all these laser lights that are now on. There's a bunch of laser projectors that make kind of intricate patterns on the ceiling, but then those patterns kind of come off of the roof and they form different creatures and objects that kind of move about the dance floor and interact with dancers and do their own little jigs and things like that. You see now that the VR booths on the right side are open. You see there's an attendant that you know hands a patron a VR helmet and slaps it on. 
puts them on the bed that rolls out from the locker and then slides them in and closes the door behind them. There's now a couple bartenders behind the bar that are slinging drinks. That's the scene. I'm like, Bunk's in the house! Oh my god, he's here! <laughs> <laughs> Did she ever have a name? No! <laughs> I'm dressed different so she doesn't recognize <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bunk's got his most stylish threads on. Arms raised up in the air. He's like his own light show. Yeah, he is. He's got his own lasers and uh, <laughs> LEDs. Awesome. Yeah, he's just trying to pump everybody up pre-show. Where my bunkhead's at? Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's yeah. wander back behind stage. There's a staff member that escorts you to the back of the stage and shows you all the equipment. And, you know, there's the tech there from yesterday. He looks at Tiss for a little bit and like, were you here yesterday? Mm-mm. And then he shakes nope. it off. Yeah, I just start dancing <laughs> so he can't see my face. No. <laughs> Is that no. the dancing? Whoever was here yeah. yesterday wasn't so <laughs> fabulous. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the billboards were a distraction. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just kept staring at my quarter eyes. <laughs> and they start helping you bunk it set up for the show. Sweet. Man, if Garrett were around. <laughs> He's right, right here. Net. Oh, he is. oh, hey, Garrett. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, if you get a chance to check out one of those VR booths, let me know uh, what's up with those. I mean, Garrett doesn't have anything better to do. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> really? Sorry if I'm boring. You no, know, he just he already dropped off the tech deck. He's <laughs> he plugged it Oh, in. thanks for the tech deck. He set up little ramps and Yeah. I mean, you know, he did his job as roadie and this show's gonna be sick. Let's roll back a little bit. <laughs> just because the employee that led you to the back should really be Kobus, your yeah, old friend. I was wondering if he was here. He's run a few different clubs before, so you've booked different shows with him and stuff. And stuff, great describing. Um, and I think you had said that you guys kind of had a bit of a falling out because he had kind of gotten involved with some more shady shit. Mm-hmm. But you still talk occasionally, but it's not yeah. as friendly as it used to be. Yeah, not so much of a falling out, just just that we kind of like dropped off in contact once, sure. once I realized he was kind of in the more uh, dark corners. Sure. What's his deal? What's he look like? He's super into fitness. He's like a CrossFit dude. Nice. He's got blonde hair and he's got one of those swoop haircuts. You Chad. Know the, he's you a know Chad. the swoop? <laughs> the Chad no, swoop. No, the, no, his name is Cobus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chad is his middle name? No. Cobus <laughs> Chad. Cobus Chad Chatterson. No. Um, <laughs> that is not his name. Chadley. Oh, God. Uh, I've got fitness, CrossFit, swoop haircut. Blonde. Yeah. Blonde. Which is funny because it's like he's the opposite of his clientele. Yeah. <laughs> Bunk, it's pleasure to see you again. He's Russian. <laughs> oh, hi, Kobus. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen you in so long. I forgot what your accent was. I'm just shitting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Oh, boy. Get in here. Oh, man. You had me for a second. <laughs> Did you turn Russian? Was he Russian the whole time? Oh, man. <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch, Thomas. Yeah, and I, I go in for the hug, and we do an old handshake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you've been keeping up with the beats? You've been checking out my jams? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I liked um, uh, Garrett offers you both a caramel (laughs) of where there's original. Nah, I'm just shitting you. I love all your new songs. And he lists off all your latest gigs. 
Why are okay. the NPCs terrible? Because <laughs> you guys are terrible. This is my friend. What are you talking about? I love Cobus. Your friend didn't even take a caramel. Neither even noticed that Garrett offered. I take a pity. This is so invisible. Isn't that your thing? Yeah. After that, you're like, yes, they didn't even notice. He puts three caramels in his mouth. <laughs> Man, this guy's always just shitting you. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I like about him. Yeah. So, yeah, is there anything uh, you want to talk about specifically with him right now or just uh, catch up? Yeah, just catch up and... Um... <laughs> <laughs> no. And <laughs> You guys got a green room in here? Yeah, where's where's the green room where I can... We're just uh, hanging out in this warm, hallway. Where I can warm up a bit. There's a door opposite the office that we didn't reveal before. And yeah, through there, there's a kind of staging area. Not super comfortable couch, but better than nothing. There's a vanity, that kind of thing. And a bowl of caramels on the table. (laughs) That's in your writer for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, dude. You got the caramel. I love caramel so much. Uh, Cobus, um, if if I got to get out of here, like, real quick, like, is there like a back exit here? Yeah, these bunkheads go crazy. Because, like, sometimes <laughs> after the show, they got all riled up and they all want autographs. And you know me. You've always been a bit of an introvert. Yeah, I mean, once the show's over, I got to shut down and do my own thing, bro. Eat a caramel. Eat a caramel. Just Wait, who sit was back that? and relax. <laughs> Wait, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> no, Garrick. Tell you what, if things go hairy, give me the signal. I'll get you out of there ASAP. Sounds, sounds good, dude. Thank, thank you for What's that. What's the signal? Yeah, what is the signal? <laughs> uh, there's a, a particular beat that you play or a hand motion you make. Yeah. It's whatever. I start doing the chicken dance. No, start, you, yeah. you flex. He's a CrossFit dude. Right. Show me those gains. Yeah, if I start flexing, get me out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know something's up. <laughs> if I'm flexing, it's time for me to be exiting. <laughs> Nice. So close. Almost. <laughs> so close. Almost. What's up with all those uh, VR freezers, man? I haven't had a chance to check those out. It's where we put the bodies before we kill them. <laughs> Just shitting you, bro. <laughs> oh, man. You got me again, Cobus. You crazy motherfucker. Uh, They're just VR rooms. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but like I think this guy's on stims. <laughs> I think are, they, definitely are is, they like yeah. uh you know like the sexy kind of VR or like the the violent kind of VR? Like what 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 kind of shit you into, man? Nah man, they're meant to get right into your head. These things, they get in there, they find out your worst fears, and they display them nonstop over and over until you lose your mind. <laughs> Yeah, get in there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but just shit me? No. No, just shit me. While this like nonsense is going on, Garrett is just gonna like wander back out into the hallway. Go into and, the office uh, man. and go into the office. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what is happening? Oh my god. You open the office door, which is currently <laughs> unlocked, luckily, and you see there's what you'd expect in an office. There's a desk with a couple terminals, there's cabinets on the back wall, and there's a man standing, and he's actually grabbing a few things out of the cabinet. You actually see him pulling a uh, shotgun out of the cabinet. Oh. This man just 
reeks of thug to you. Right. He's got a camo vest with nothing underneath and <laughs> and nice. uh, like t- tear away cargo shorts and like <laughs> just the short part. Um, <laughs> he, he's got big green Liberty spikes. Right. Where his eyes would be is actually a, a green visor that's implanted into his face. Does he have his back to me or is he... He was side to you as he was reaching in for the shotgun. Does he see you come in? Do you want to be stealthy? That is a thing you can Finally. sometimes do. Well, actually I come am going to try to be stealthy. Sure. So. so it is going to be a rule because you are you know, opening the door and everything. So it's act under pressure, okay. but you get a plus one because of your stealth suit. Okay. Because of your track suit. Eight. I walk in. Yeah. I see this guy and he's doing something sketchy. And so I duck behind a desk, but I forget to close the door behind me. Sure. You open the door, you manage to it was pretty spry for an old fella. Get in behind the desk and he doesn't quite notice you, but you've left your exit open as well or your entrance open. And you see him, he pulls out this shotgun. He puts it on a little holster on his side and he closes the locker door. You see actually on the inside of the locker, there's a bunch of like Polaroid pictures almost covering the inside of the locker, just of different people. Okay. A Are bunch of unique people. Lockers? Yeah. And he walks out a second door. We're going to jump quickly over to Olivia. Hey. Who has been led down into a level below the body bag. There is basically a little parking garage here. And there's a ramp that leads up onto the street level. There's an SUV here. And you see a few different gangers hanging out. Gangers? Gangers. Steampunk Slash has brought you down and introduces you to... Uh, we can give him an actual name. name. Yeah. We need a name for Steampunk Slash. It comes up three times. We have to come up with a name. I think it's Edward. Edward has introduced you to the, the to the gang and says, you're going to be assisting these men with a delivery of sorts. And at that moment, you see from a door on the far side, out walks a gentleman that we saw earlier with green liberty spikes and a shotgun on his side. Oh. He is followed by two gang members that are carrying two people in sealed body bags. Whoa. Are they moving? We'll have to find out in two weeks. Thanks for listening to The House of Bob. Artwork was created by Sean. Sean Makes on Instagram. Audio production is provided by Astronomic Audio. Music is produced by John R. Julius and licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe for more content, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, follow us on social media, and join our Discord server. Blackout is made possible by our amazing Patreon supporters. Ray Kearney, Tom Wesley, Rob, Blucket12, Jessica, Kieran Duffy, Mike of the Tales from the Glass Guarded World podcast. Sylvia Douglas, Luke Conroy, and Volt. If you'd like to be a part of making this podcast possible, please visit patreon.com slash the house of Bob. I don't park the vehicle like right there. Yeah. It's a little like maybe a block away. And then we walk to the scaffold. Bad luck, Betty. Bad luck, Betty. Yeah. All right. Bam-a-lam. Bam-a-lam.